the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello everyone and welcome back to Isaiah 61. The last two weeks um, we had an exciting time with Scott Black, um, a great servant of God who um, is so grounded in the Word and I had a fun time with him but also just um, inundated us with a lot of truth based on God's Word and you know uh, perspective that you can't find anywhere and we had conversations and topics that most people shy away from. Our goal is not to stir up controversy. Our goal is to teach truth. And so when the truth goes against the grain, it's going to cause people to wonder, well, why is it saying this? Why is it saying that? Look, sometimes we as believers need to cut straight to the chase and call a spade a spade. That's what Jesus did, and he expects us to do that. Now, I do recognize that in certain contexts or under certain circumstances, you approach um, things and cer- certain topics with wisdom, and you you navigate that as the Spirit of God leads you. However, that's not an indication that we should deviate from what God wants us to say and the truth that he wants us to get out there that would bless the hearts and lives of people. And we always have to be mindful of what is God saying? How does God want me to say this? Okay, and when God gives you the go-ahead, you just go on. You go on without any fear or favor, and he's going to be the one to defend you. He's our defender. He's our shield and backline. And when we when we say that, we mean it, and we, we ought to act accordingly. Scott Black was a blessing to us, and um, I'm glad that we got to meet. Um, today, want to go on a uh, on on a different path, uh, and I want to go and talk through what we call um, the message of grace, the message of grace. Now, it's seemingly so that a lot of believers today um, may not have a strong grounding in the doctrines of Scripture, uh, or may have a working knowledge, or have may have been introduced to some concepts and some biblical truths, but the the depth of um, engagement uh, and and uh, relationship with God that goes. You know, that comes through the word and through the spirit may not be existent. So we do, you know, have certain controversies that are circulating around. Um, and uh, recently we've heard about um, um, 
tithing and tithing is now on the radar again tithing is on the radar given is 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 always um almost always uh, you know a subject that becomes a sore topic and believers argue and want to um, create a sense that wait, well, I have revelation to this, and I have insights to this, or I've grown to this place. And yes, God intends and wants us to grow. God's desire is for us to grow and to leave the childish things that we used to do, leave the things that we used to do that were childish, and move on to perfection move on to perfection, right? So then we abandon, Hebrews 6, we abandon any doctrine that, you know, lead us into controversies. Now, I'm not saying that we would leave the doctrine itself, but we, 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 we focus on the one who gives, right? Who gives us that, um, that the doctrine that is Jesus, right? So the message of grace is all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus and how that intersects with um, the current uh, state of affairs in the church is is critical. A lot of people want to say, I embrace the, the message of grace and I'm under grace, not under law, but uh, you don't get it twisted. Grace actually has higher standards and higher expectations, right? And and it doesn't mean that we cannot achieve those expectations or uh, we are unable to meet those. But it, it's it's setting the stage to say that well, the law was given through Moses, as the scriptures say. We can um, look at John chapter one. Um, John chapter 1, verse 14. John chapter 1, verse 14 through 17. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, um, in the King James Version. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. 15. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. 16. And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Right? So God had two conduits, and one of them Moses, one of them Jesus. Um, the the significant the significance of Elijah and Moses meeting Jesus um, at the Mount of Transfiguration is is not only a mystery, but it's very very um, logical to to look at the fact that the law and the prophets. Okay, culminated into um, one Jesus Christ, and God had to had had to 
you know, bring that together and show it to the close disciples of Jesus that, look, Jesus is the embodiment of the law and the prophets. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. Jesus is the fulfillment of prophecy. Right. That's why the spirit of prophecy has to testify about Christ Jesus. Anything prophetic that is not edifying, that is not building and pointing to Jesus, giving praise to Jesus is not of God. It's not of God. Because Jesus is the embodiment of this entire gospel. The the message of grace is centered around Jesus. Now we we have the definition of faith and and uh, I know it as God's riches at Christ's expense, right? But but see Jesus is the embodiment of grace. Jesus is the embodiment of grace. And as we read, grace and truth came by Jesus. Now Jesus didn't come to do away with the law. Jesus came to actually fulfill which which means that he came to complete the law so that we no longer have to fulfill the law verbatim, but the righteous requirements of the law. That's what we are required, the righteous requirements of the law. And when Jesus was asked the question, hey, um, what are the two greatest commandments? You know, what what is the greatest commandment? Right. And we, we are concerned about that, concerned about what is greater, what is more important, what should we prioritize. That's good. And Jesus comes back and says, you know what? Love the Lord your God with your, all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. That, that, that's the consummation. That's the righteous requirement of the law. And that those two laws that Jesus gave, that summarizes the Ten Commandments. Everything is embedded in there. Because the spirit of the law was that we should honor God, reverence Him, serve Him with all our hearts. And so we will not have the need or feel the need to, you know, create any other gods or or put any other thing in front of God and then uh, relate well to our brother or sister, relate well to our neighbors, relate well to people around us, right? What we want for ourselves, we would also desire for our neighbor, our brother, our sister, our friend. Those that, uh, the things that we do not want, we will not wish or give to those around us. That's the embodiment. And the righteous requirement of the law. Righteous requirement of the law. So when we are in Christ Jesus, it's not the end of the story. We are also we are also required to put at the forefront the love of God and the love for our neighbors. The love for our neighbors. Now, um, the, the subject of tithing um, I'm not sure why it always comes back as um, somewhat controversial and um, people uh, create sermons saying that they're moving away from that teaching. Um, And by no means are we saying that tithing is 
just is all that we need to do. Tithing is just the beginning. Tithing is just the beginning. The scriptures in Genesis 14 talk about Abraham, right? Abraham and we are what the seed of Abraham. So the promises that were given to Abraham, right, were bestowed on us as well because we're from his lineage. Yeah. And Abraham came before any law existed. As we read, John chapter 1, verse 17, the law was given by Moses. Abraham was before Moses. And the reason why um, God brought in the law was to regulate, right? So anytime there, there are laws and statutes that are made, it's to regulate and to and to ensure accountability and to keep people in line because human beings have the tendencies to you know, to walk away uh, from and depart from norms and depart from things that are helpful and 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 go a direction because of our sin nature, right? So, um, Genesis chapter fourteen, when Abraham, um, you know, he won a battle, right? Let's go to Genesis fourteen, verse um, verse fourteen. Um, and I read from the Amplified Version. When Abram heard that his nephew had been captured, he armed he armed, and led forth the 318 trained servants born in his own house and pursued the enemy as far as Dan. He divided his forces against them by night and he and his servants and attacked and routed them and pursued them as far as Hoba, which, which is north of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods and also brought back his king's man, Lot, and his possessions, the women also, and the people. Verse 17, and his, Abram's return from the defeat and slain of Shadalama, and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom, went out to meet him at the valley of Shaveh, that is the king's valley. Verse 18, Melchizedek, king of Salem, later called Jerusalem, brought out bread and wine for their nourishment. He was the priest of God most high. And he blessed him and said, Blessed, favored with blessings, made blissful, joyful, be Abram by God most high, possessor and maker of heaven and earth. And blessed, praised, and glorified be most be God most high who has given your foes into your hand and Abram gave him a tenth of all he had taken. Abram, Abram, at the time it wasn't Abraham, it was Abram. He gave Melchizedek a tenth of all that he had taken. Well, here is where I'm going. To give a tenth of everything that Abraham Abraham at the time had meant that he had to have great management skills. Now, uh, in fourteen, we knew, we see that he trained servants in his own home, and they went and they overcame and and took over and brought Lot back. So there was something very powerful, very um, mysterious, and 
and and great about Abraham even before his name was changed. He had some revelation and he knew how to lead. He knew how, how to govern. We're going on a quick break. We'll be right back to conclude this this edition. And I'm looking forward to God giving you insight into this message of grace that you would not be tied and bound by one teaching or the other, but truth in Christ Jesus. This is Pastor Solomon. This is Isaiah 61. We'll be right back. That once was crowned with thorns. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities, emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Let me ask you this. When was the last time did you take time to pray and fast on behalf of the next generation? Dr. Michael Youssef. Please listen to me carefully. If we do not cry to God on behalf of the next generation, all of the trinkets, all of the Ivy League education, all of the money in the world will not help them. Make sure to tune in this week to Leading the Way. Every weeknight at 6.30 p.m. here on AM 980, The Mission. Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Help us to love and see each other. The way you love it, see us. Come on. All right. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of Lord Church. You can join us on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. at 10.01 Penn Avenue North. And we are in Minneapolis and have a great time worshiping God. It's all about Christ. It's all about Jesus. We believe in worship. We believe in praise. And we believe in the Word. And we believe in the Word. And God has dealt... Um, you know, with us greatly, and we appreciate every um, every love, every support that we get, um, and God gets the glory. Now, back to the message of grace, the message of grace. So, so Abraham had to have deep insights and revelation on how to train his servants, 318 servants who were born and trained in his house, pursued the enemy and overcame, which means that um, Abraham was tactical. Abraham had advanced knowledge and insight into, um, you know, planning, you know, and 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 ensuring that his servants were well trained, um, and he managed well. He managed well, and so when he came back, and he 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 went to uh, meet. The king of Sodom, right? There were the other kings with him. He went to meet the king of Sodom. And also Melchizedek came by and brought bread and wine um, to, you know, to just refreshment, right? And the Bible talks about Melchizedek as the priest of God most high, right? But there is not much given information given to us about Melchizedek. Now, after he, Melchizedek, blessed Abram, and pronounced the blessing. Abram 
got a deep revelation about giving a tenth. Now, I don't believe that he just picked an arbitrary number. I don't believe that he just picked any any number and said, no, go give me this. No, he had calculated and now revelation came. And when the revelation came after the blessing, he knew that everything belonged to God. Everything he had belonged to God. And so first he had to dedicate everything he had back to God. And then he's like, well, I'm still going to give you the priest, the representative of God, a tenth of everything I got. Now, people talk about tithe does not exist anymore. Well, under grace, it's even more because the believers were assembling, breaking bread, and they made sure that every need was met. Every need in the body was met. In every need in the local assembly was met. There was nobody with outstanding bills, nobody with outstanding issues, nobody with outstanding, um, you, you know, um, warrants for whatever it was. They were fair and equitable. So if we're going to talk about grace, let's contextualize that. Now, the grace is it's great. It's great because we're not under law. We we don't have to fulfill X Y Z. But the standard in grace is higher. A question was asked to Jesus about murder. About about murder, and Jesus said, "When you purpose in your heart, when you have an insinuation, when you have a thought within you, and that thought becomes deep seated, and you think." You perceive, you coin in your heart that you're you're going to, this person doesn't deserve to live. Or you even in your heart, you know, wish that someone is no more or dead. You're, You're a murderer. When you backbite, when you gossip and tear people apart, that rips them in the heart, in their spirit, man. You're a murderer. You don't have to actually commit the act. Which means that the message of grace is we've underplayed it and we've and we've sold it and packaged it incorrectly. We've packaged it in, incorrectly. To the point that under grace, there were people coming to 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 the body of to the presence of God to the man of God and lying and they were struck dead. It not only happened in the Old Testament; it also happened in the New Testament because the standards are higher. So when we want justice, when we when we demand justice, we should ask for mercy, and we should meet out the same measure of mercy and grace that we've had and received to others. Now. The message about tithing is shouldn't be the issue. The issue should be that believers should be so selfless that it doesn't matter the percentage that you're given to God. You've purposed in your heart that you everything belongs to God in the first place. So it's a matter even a matter of ten percent. Because even under the law, it was twenty three and a half percent. 
right? So grace, given under grace, means that you've given your all. That means you don't own your home. That means you don't own your car. Your car should be used to transport and used to serve the purposes of God. That means your money, it doesn't belong to you. At moment's notice, God can tell you, go give this person this gift and you should obey. Your land, your properties, your estate doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the body of Christ. It belongs to the kingdom. And so we get it twisted. And we're so shallow in our teachings and in in our understanding of doctrine that it sometimes becomes problematic. And I pray that God, outside of giving you the revelation that we are the seed of Abraham and we we are following suit on some of the things that he did, right? That even under grace, we ought to freely give. We ought to sow as God has blessed us. And God would indeed bless us. God will indeed increase us. May God give us the grace to see from his perspective the message of grace and uphold the standards that he has for us in Jesus' name. You are listening to our Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church. We're at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411. Blessings to you until we come to you again next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.